The rebels are alerted to our presence. Admiral Ozel came out of light speed too close to the system. He is as clumsy as he is stupid. General, prepare your troops for faking Star Wars radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our second episode of our eight-part preparation for The Rise of Skywalker, where your trusty co-hosts, Teeb and IG-69, and myself, Storm Duper, travel back in time to watch the original Star Wars saga films as if we had never seen them before. That's right. Thanks for tuning in to Faking Star Wars Radio, the official podcast of FakingStarWars.net. Here's what we have in store for you, other than the time travel bit. We have the Real News Rundown, brought to us by Darth Eckham from Channel Star Wars. We have a fake ad, we'll do some listener mail, and maybe a surprise or two, if you're lucky and don't get stranded on Dagobah. With me again, my trusty co-host, Teeb and IG69. IG, last time I think I introduced Teeb first. Let's go with you today. How are you doing? Um, as expected, excited to be here. Have you had any run-ins <laughs> with any Minox lately? Oh, God. No. Just, just, no. Just nothing. <laughs> great. How are you, Teeb? No. I'm great. I'm just happy to be back with my favorite space scoundrels. There we go. Have you recovered from our time travel fiasco last week? I still got a hangover. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. I, I, I hope the fake of me, I mean, we kind of... You know, I'm definitely not going to bring up the fake-a-meter this episode. I don't want to deal with that. I just want to talk Star Wars with you guys today and have no problems, no fiascos at all. I'm in favor of that. You can't can't stop the fake-a-meter, man. It's going to (laughs) come up. You can't escape it. It lurks in the background of all that we do. Why do you hate me? Why? why? (laughs) Did I do something to you? I mean, besides talking crap about your mom last time. Yeah, just just general hatred. Nothing nothing specific. Okay. Okay. Hey, 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 well, would you look at that? It's lunchtime already. This day is just flying by. So, uh, what are you guys having? I could go for some smoked kadu ribs. Again, you have eaten nothing but kadu ribs and a Thorian garden loaf all summer long. And I've never felt better. Oh my god. What is that smell? I don't smell anything. It smells like dead wabba in here. <clears throat> oh, that. Yeah, that's me. Blue milk and cat ribs. Well, not advisable for dinner. Uh, I've got an idea. Why don't we celebrate uh, the end of summer with a rooftop barbecue? Now you're talking. I think we still have some uh, burgers down in the freezer. Yeah, I, f- I checked the fridge this morning. Oh, this glass. Teeb, I would never put my special stash of impossible burgers in the regular fridge. They're in the walk-in freezer downstairs. We, we have a walk-in freezer? Mm, I think he's faking. Follow me and see for yourself. I thought we only kept our Russian trolls down here. Hey, Gary. <laughs> How's it hanging? Timur. <laughs> hey, we also store the faking Star Wars archives against the back wall over there. But if you touch it, just the right spot. Check it out. Whoa. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But I have to warn you, do not touch anything that doesn't look like a frozen burger. This freezer was here before we moved in. And man, Walt Disney could be in there for all I know. Ooh, this deal's getting better all the time. Now just turn the key and pull. Ugh, get, hey, give me give me a hand here, guys. It seems to be stuck. Ugh. 
hey guys, how badly do you need to barbecue? Because uh, cattle ribs are sounding good right now. Are you nuts, IG? That looks amazing. I mean, I'm heading in there. Wait for me. Eh, guess I'll go too. But I'm standing right by the door. Okay, now if I recall, we need to sled past the igloos on the left, then snowshoe beyond the random snowmen, wampas, and AT-ATs, and then we'll find my impossible burger stash. Wait a minute, uh, where the hell are your keys, Duper? I left them in the door for IG to take before he stepped in. Oh, uh, you what? I, I thought you took them with you. Uh, okay, okay, uh, just relax, everybody. I've got a bad feeling about this. Oh, jeez, can you stop with the farts? Oh, wait, maybe the Russian trolls can hear us. Uh, help! Help! Yuri! Timur! Think, Duper, think. There has to be an emergency exit in here, right? Yes, because that's what all frozen wastelands come equipped with. Uh, we're gonna have to conserve our heat. Everyone, uh, hug. Hug until we figure something out. Uh, I am a beautiful man, but I'm not keen on physical touch. But I guess just this once. Uh, do you... Do you guys do you guys have anything in your pockets that we can use? I've got a holocron that I picked up at Doc Ondor's Den of Antiquities, and I'm happy to see you. And I've got a pocket full of sunshine, uh, and some lint. Um, this is gonna sound crazy, but it worked on South Park. The freaking cartoon. Our survival rests on what what you learn from a cartoon. Well, technically, a video game based on the cartoon, but yes, IG, do you have any gas left in the tank? Gas? Always. I've got a few left in me here. Okay, I need you to fart like our lives depended on it. Fart like there is no tomorrow. Can you do that for me, buddy? Wait, what the hell is that supposed to do? If IG can manage a time fart, we can go back in time before getting stuck in here. Give me a sec. Do not let go of each other. Hang on, we must weather the storm together. Fine, but for the record, this is just, this is so stupid, but fine. Okay, guys, are you ready? Oh my gosh, hold your nose. Oh, oh, here it comes. oh this is horrible. I hate my life. God, I have no sense of smell. Submitted for your approval. The case of three podcasters who specialize in stretching the truth for mere amusement. A trio of modern-day fakers currently in a predicament that feels all too real. For you see, Storm Duper, IG-69, and T-Ronter have a propensity for stumbling upon time-travel devices. 
portals to a world between worlds, a sixth dimension between reality and hyper-reality, where everything they know about Star Wars today is forgotten. And in their latest misadventure, our fakers discover a fate even darker than Luke Skywalker's, as they're transported back to May 17, 1980, until the cold, alien dawn of the Twilight Zone. Oh, <coughs> oh man, IG. That last one was brutal, man. Woo. It's probably my proudest moment. Oh, gosh. I guess it worked, though. I mean, well, we're still in this freezer, but the door's open. Oh, let's get out of here. I am freezing. Wait, you're freezing in a freezer? Who knew? Yeah. Where are we anyway? I, when are we? Everything looks kind of weird and pale. Like it smells like cigarettes and... Yeah, you, Dust. you can't you can't smoke in restaurants in 2019. What's going on? Here, guys, I think we can jimmy the door open here and let's 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 get out onto the street and maybe we'll meet somebody we can we can try to find out. Maybe there's somebody out there who can help us. All right, guys, let's get out of here. Ow, man, I stepped hey! on something soft and squishy. Oh my god, you're what are you doing? This is my home. You're 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 trespassing. And what are you anyway? You're you're a metallic monstrosity, sir. Never mind that. Hey, it's hey guys, it's Herbert. Hey Herbert, yeah. where is everyone, man? My name is Mister Herbert. To you, sir, these kids today, no respect. Well, what should we call you, Mister Herbert? Guys, this is the same Herbert we met the last time we time traveled and saw Star Wars. I know. So Herbert. Where is everyone? Why are the streets I, abandoned? It's been like this all day. I don't know. There's some big event down at the Chinese restaurant down the street in Hollywood. I'm just trying to keep myself warm. It's been unseasonably cold this May. Uh, 1980 has not been a kind year to old Herbert, if you know what I mean. Restaurant, all right. food. I'm Sounds here. Good. Let's go. Yeah. Guys, all wait, right. wait. Did you hear what he said? So check it out. He said it's May 1980. Well... That was the idea. I think we just overshot. I used too much uh, gas. Right, used right. too much gas, as usual. Well, hey, the, the last time the last time we met Herbert, we got to see Star Wars. So who knows? Let's go down there and check out the Chinese restaurant again. Who knows? Yeah, let's go check out the Chinese restaurant. Take a look at that line. Ugh, another line. Let's just, can we like figure out a way to get in there without having to pay and without having to stand in the dumb line? Hey, I IG, you got any more of that gas? Hey, yeah, IG, that last one was a ripper. I bet a little bit of that would uh, definitely free up some space in this line. We get to the front faster. I think I have a little bit left. Uh, do it, let me do give it. it a try. I believe in you. I believe in you. Some people have oh, no manners. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. IG, it's it's working, it's working. People are getting out of line. Oh my goodness, let's go, let's go, let's go. I can't wait. What's it gonna be? I think that one guy's dead. Oh that's alright. Casualty of war, man. Let's go see that sequel. Ambro Toys is proud to announce its new line of Star Wars action figures and vehicle sets. Each figure is completely posable and features spring action rocket packs and weapons capable of launching projectiles at an incredible 90 kilometers per hour. 
All vehicle sets can be easily broken down into small interlocking pieces, no bigger than a child's esophagus, making them transportable and difficult to dislodge. These figures are the most accurate and detailed Star Wars toys to date, each hand-painted at our Chinese sweatshop using the finest strawberry-flavored lead-based paints. Mambro action figures make the perfect gift for fans of all ages, and for a limited time, you can receive our special edition Palpatine action figure that emits over 1,200 volts of electricity. Mambro toys, get them now before they are recalled. Warning, in the event Mambro figurines come into contact with skin, seek immediate medical assistance. Mambro products may spontaneously combust if exposed to natural light or if stored at room temperature. All products contain trace amounts of uranium and asbestos. In the event your purchase is possessed by a demon or spirit, please consult a priest. Oh my god. I can't even believe what we just saw. I mean, what just happened? I thought the first one was amazing. I couldn't get any better, but dude. Yeah, sequels are usually so disappointing, but like this is the most amazing sequel in the history of sequels. I mean... First of all, I guess I didn't even really expect a sequel for Star Wars, and now they're springing Episode Five on me. Empire Strikes Back. Wow, I do have no an issue in. with that though, because Episode Five, there's no Episode One, Two, or Three. Huh? That is interesting. I wonder why. Oh well. Huh? I guess we'll never know what happened before Episode Four. Yeah, it That's must just fine. be a clever little Roman numeral thing. Uh, maybe you don't have your Roman numerals right, IG. That's possible. Let's see, how do you know it's not V for victory? He could be German. Oh, that could be. Yeah. Well, because the original Star Wars didn't have any numbers anyway, so that may be actually what's going on here. Is it's sort of like a a little kind of stylistic thing. It's almost like a cynical marketing ploy to make a standalone movie into a larger series. Huh. Wow, Lucas is a genius. Hmm. I mean, he did just get out of film school. Like he, He's using some new kind of clever marketing techniques, I'm sure. The point is, awesome. Yeah, what a great movie. So, so I mean, the, the other thing that uh, I thought was so amazing about this movie was how the beginning had like this massive, massive climax in the very beginning of the movie. Like that, um, that scene, like with all those big giant tank machines, like... Those yes. they kind of look like horses almost. Like, how did they film that? Like, did they, like, how did they? Act- you think they're supposed to be like Trojan horses? Kind, kind of, of, but I mean, can you imagine the time and money in building those gigantic like machines? I mean, where where do they even find a place? Thousands of people must have been involved in building those things. They were gigantic. Like the yeah, they those those effects were were amazing. Like I I was expecting really bad stop motion, but this is this is really yeah. good. I, I mean, I can't think of how they done it. The only thing I can imagine was that like maybe it was like a horse or something with like a, a an armored costume on it or something like that. They they almost look like some sort of all terrain attack vehicle. Huh. Yeah, all terrain. I wouldn't call it all terrain. I mean, those things they're so slow. It's like, oh no, here come these giant horses. What will we ever do? Let's go. I mean, let's land four thousand miles away from our intended target because that's a really imp- really smart military tactic. No. Yeah, why did they do that? They they seem to know exactly where the rebel base was, and then like, well, maybe it was so that they could film that incredible battle scene. Seemed I guess. weird to land them so far away. Well, that makes sense because I would have like gone on the flank 
Uh, I mean, let's talk about how pathetic the rebel weapons were anyway. They, they, they had that yeah. one ion cannon shot totally that like, takes out useless. one of the Star Destroyers, and the rest of their heavy guns, their their ground-to-ground weapons, are garbage. Well, that's... Complete garbage. Is that because they were garbage or because those... Um, I'm, I'm just going to call them AT-ATs for short. Um, were so like heavily armored that um, c- most conventional weapons couldn't pierce them. No, I was watching, and it was like you could see like some of the lasers would hit their legs or whatever, and but not really hit their legs. It, it was almost like they were not hitting their mark. And I'm thinking, okay, did these guys go to the stormtrooper, you know, shooting academy because they weren't hitting anything? Of course, academy. Yeah. <laughs> and then when the one gets taken out, they oh, shoot it from the hey. back. But then when they shoot it with the snowspeeder, it, it like be blows like... up. It's like, oh, it fell. Now all of its armor is is ob- you know is is not working. That didn't make any sense to me either. Totally obsolete. Well, yeah. I mean, regarding their like aim, I mean, there could be like a clever backstory that we might you know hear about later. Like some of these rebels might have been like former stormtroopers, and then like maybe they escaped the empire or something and like became rebel. Ah, uh, no, 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 that would be terrible. No. That they would no. never do that in a Star Wars movie. That that's that's, that's a, a terrible idea. idea. No, but like I, I don't know. Like I think okay. So so they have to find a way to destroy them. So it does make sense a little bit that once they fall down, like maybe they can be destroyed. You don't maybe even have to destroy it. Once that thing something. is falling down, it's pretty much out of the battle. Let's face it. What's it going to do? It's falling. It can't get up. It needs the the medical alert bracelet or whatever. It's done. It's gone. I still really liked them. I thought they were a really cool like addition. Um, it's not what I you know imagined. Like when we talked after we saw Star Wars, I mean, we were talking about like a possible sequel. I don't think anyone imagined that the Empire would like come back in the first part of the next film and like totally destroy them. I mean, levels. yeah, they blew up the Death Star like, and right like, away. That was a big hit. But we're still the Empire, and we're, we didn't just, like, you know, we got our butts kicked, but we didn't get our butts completely decimated. Like, they didn't get completely destroyed. But I like that, because, um, I mean, obviously the mm-hmm. Empire had a huge fleet that wasn't just the Death Star. They, they didn't rely on one weapon, so here they are yeah. seeing, like, what the Empire usually uses to enforce its dominance, so. Imagine if they had another Death Star. Oh, yeah. that'd be lame. No, that could never happen. Yeah. I mean, That's ridiculous. True. You can. I mean, once you make one your giant bomb, mouth. Yeah. one one death machine per Come series. On. That's it. That's the max. Don't be ridiculous, T. That would just be like sentimental, nostalgic marketing garbage. I wanted to say. I, I wanted to say, and I, I, I this, this is a little bit back to topic. What you were saying about like going from the Empire and then going to work with the Rebels. I think the uniforms of the Empire okay. are so badass. Like the snow, the the, the oh, they the, are the troopers, cool. the Imperial snow troopers, and the 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 what do you call them? ATAT pilots. Those are really cool. And yeah, the rebels, I, the one guy, I, Jesus coining the one that general term. or whatever, he had a secrets pack for his insignia. Did you see that? It's like the secrets. You know what secrets are, right? Like the the throat thing when you have a sore throat. It was like he was wearing one of those on his shirt. Oh yeah, secrets. Like, God, the rebels have lame oh, uniforms. Wow. Yeah, I didn't. I thought it was like a Purina cat food insignia. You know, we'll put a little sponsorship in there. And... Yeah. Product placement. Product placement. It's a modern idea. We're we're in the eighties now, boys. Like uh, this is a very savvy marketing, as we as we just you know said. So, 
I mean, that's what Lucas really has shown us now is that he's willing to like make a movie and, 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 uh, you know, make it like the marketing potential of it is like so great now, but that's why I was like so surprised when the credits rolled on this new star Wars movie and he didn't even direct it. Irving. Kirk. Who is it? Irvin. Ivan. Irvin or something. Yeah. What the heck? Like Lucas didn't direct. Like what is going on with this garbage? Like Lucas is the only one who could ever direct a star Wars movie in my mind. Like if it's not directed by him, it's not really. Well, a star I Wars think movie. obviously though, we were all very impressed. If anything, I'd say this is a better movie than, uh, star Wars, a new hope. Really? A new hope was great, but this really hit it out of the park. Well, you think about it whenever you establish something as like you establish the characters and everything like that, it's, like a team building kind of thing. Yeah. So the next one has to be right, like right. within the universe and it really has to develop a more interesting story. So that's why sequels sometimes fall apart. But this one, I think you're right. It, it was, huh, I don't want to say superior, but maybe, maybe it was better. It's going to take me a while to absorb it. I mean, we just saw the thing. I, I think I'd like to, praise- I just thought it was so different. You know, it was just completely, the storyline was mm. totally different. I mean, Luke spends most of the story all by himself talking to like that little green guy who I thought he was really cute, by the way. Green? Oh, I thought you meant R2. Yeah, don't you, you remember? the little puppet guy. Yeah. Okay, can I talk about that? I was so disappointed when I found out who Yoda was. I was expecting Yoda to be like this badass Jedi Knight trainer. I mean, he trained uh, Obi-Wan and then you see and he's a Muppet. And he sounds like Miss Piggy. But I liked how it expanded on the force because you can see that the force isn't just swinging a sword around. It's like a, a deeper, more spiritual uh, thing with like like the the ability to like lift all mm. those rocks and mm. and sense it the is. future. It's about like rocks. That's, it, it made it, it Yoda's more of a spiritual presence than a warrior presence. And I, and I thought that that worked mm. quite well. Like, yeah, I mean, Yoda clearly has never like engaged in combat of any kind he's he's a he's a very sanctified solemn kind of presence as an overseer but he doesn't actually get involved he would never get involved in in fighting you know he's too wise for that kind of thing yeah i think it makes it so like the the jedi have like a military arm and then there's also a spiritual arm spiritual arm there's no spiritual arm of the space marines well, but they're not space marines. They're 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 like space knights, and so like he's more like uh, he teaches people how to use the force well, as opposed to like you know using blasters and spaceships and and other stuff. Like, can you imagine Yoda in an actual fight? Like, he could crush you with no. his mind, but <laughs> yeah, he could just like crush your. Why nuts. would he even like, need you're, to like fight? you pick up your lightsaber and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> you're nuts <laughs> yeah it's like he doesn't even need a sword he's that powerful he just picks up Luke's um, uh, uh, fighter jet uh, airplane thing with no problem whatsoever yeah, yeah you know? like X-wing yeah yeah if you if you ever tried to come at him he'd, he'd just like physically like crush you into like a little ball like he right yeah yeah so I think that's an interesting idea like of someone who's powerful from from the mind and the spirit not physically strong and is going to be flipping around doing weird stunts or stuff stuff like that like jumping around like a little frog or some garbage like that you mean like did you imagine if he'd actually done that that would have been so stupid mm. oof i did like the fact that he seemed to have 
uh, insight into Luke's life before Luke even got there. Like yeah. you almost get the feeling though that like Luke, like Obi Wan and yeah, Yoda he have, says like, this one a long time have I watched right? So he's been watching him. Like that's kind of creepy. Like for you got one old man on Tatooine watching you, and then one lizard watching you across the galaxy, <laughs> and nobody bothers to tell him. Uh, by the way, you have the Force. They just let him sit around and be a moisture farmer with no aspirations, really. Kind of sad. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe his uncle uh, uh, kept him out of it. I don't know. Well, for for a change of tact, there's something I, I really that really kind of bugged me. Because okay. in in the first movie, you know, there was um, there was sort of the setup of Luke and Leia getting mm. together. And mm. what do you mean setup? One, like she, I've like, been a Lay Luke supporter since the yeah. movie came out. And then in this years. one, they seem to completely ditch Luke uh, from the romance angle in this movie. And I I was a little disappointed in that because like in the first movie, it seemed like Leia and Luke had uh, something developing. Uh, I disagree because they kissed. I mean, she she kisses him and she says, oh, you don't know anything about women or whatever. So, I, but you know. She's, just trying to make Han jealous, and then it, the, it's like right from the start, it's basically Han and Leia having, um, at, like. Well, you didn't think both, there was any sexual tension in the first yeah. one. You didn't think there was any sexual tension between Han and her in the first one. I thought like Han Han showed uh, Han seemed to like he liked her, but it didn't see that she returned that. Uh, she seemed like she kissed uh, Luke just before they swung across, and it seemed like it was like you know they the knight getting the princess kind of thing. And then uh, in this mm. one, she went for the scoundrel. And I, I thought that was, uh, I guess, an interesting choice. But um, I don't know why they uh, they they cut Luke so out of it. Because it, the, at the very start, it seems like a love triangle. And that gets ditched really early. And then mm. it's just uh, her and Han on off, off on the adventure. And they fall for each other. Well, IG, what are they going to do? Are they going to just, like, send Leia, like, put her, like, stuff her in, like, a cargo bag in the back of Luke's um, uh, flight jet and then, like, dump her on Dagobah? And while he's in between training with Yoda, like, he's making out with Leia, like, in the the back of, like, like Yoda's little hut there in a swamp? Like, that wouldn't be romantic. Like... Hey, baby. Hey, baby. I'm all sweaty from playing around with my little green lizard friend. Want to make out? Like, that wouldn't work. Like, what are you thinking, man? I just think it would have been interesting if they'd made it more of a choice. Like, she was conflicted about it, but it really seemed like she was just using Luke to get to Han, make him jealous in the uh, at the start. And then they hooked up and and Luke kind of he seemed interested and then he just didn't care. It's like hmm. it's almost like they just cut out bits of that. Well, you know, I mean, girls like a bad boy. Han is a bit of a bad boy. That's so. what I was thinking. Yeah, he's the ultimate bad boy. He's a scoundrel. She even says you're a scoundrel, you know. And he's like, oh, I like the sound of that, you know. So it's like I, I think that he's he's the 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 quintessential James. What is it, James Dean, rebel without a cause, right? He's yeah. literally a rebel without a cause. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's what she's attracted to. And Luke is like, he's on his own quest. He's got his own, he has a cause. But he think... seems to care like at the very beginning of the movie in the Hoth base. And then he, you know, just like, yeah, whatever. And he just. I'll go, no, I'll go even further than that. Do you think Han Solo would have stuck around if he wasn't in love with L- Leia? No, but, well, yeah, for the money to begin with. And then for his friends. Yeah, the money. He, uh... didn't, he didn't save Luke in A New Hope for Leia. 
You could make an argument that he did because he's doing the long con. Yeah. He's like, hey, if I go back and I save this guy, then Leia is going to increase her affection for me, and then I can play her you, like a I exactly. Can play I'm her saying, I'm saying like take Leia completely out of the movie, take Leia completely out of the story. Would would Han Solo have come back for Luke? Well, he went out to get him in the 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 Hoth wasteland. So I think he and Luke have developed a very strong bond. It, 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 in this movie, yeah, but okay, I'm talking about movie, the, yeah. the pr- previous movie, like because Leia wouldn't even exist. So would he even be at Hoth? Would he have joined the rebellion, or would he have just taken his money, paid off his debt to that uh, Jabba guy, and got the heck out and, of there, and not had any of these problems? I mean, think about how many problems Hans had in this has in this movie. He 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 gets. He 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 he's the loser of the movie. Mm. He gets frozen in ice. He's almost like a martyr in a way. I mean, he he gives up all his freedom for this cause he doesn't believe in. Then he gets captured yes. by his best friend or whoever. I don't know. I mean, seems like his best friend from the past. Uh, yeah. They clearly knew each other very well. Uh, and then his uh, you know his girlfriend uh, has to watch him get frozen into a big ice block. It's a terrible the moment thing right as she reveals that she loves him. The yeah. guy, the guy's like wondering, and then she's like, "Oh, I love you," you mm. know. And then he's like, "Yeah, great timing, you know. Thanks for telling me now as I'm about to die." I, I do love was... that line though. It's like I know. It's very suave. It's it's cool. Mm. It is pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. It's like I think I think my second favorite line in the whole movie. Time. That's the thing though. Well, wait, wait. What's your first time. favorite, Ig? Well, that would be that. I am your father. Oh, we haven't even. I didn't know if we were going to talk about that because. Well, let's should talk about we, the foreshadowing, though. How did I not see that coming? They they mentioned it like three or four times that 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 was a possibility, and then Yoda says something about there's another. What? So that's what like that a cliffhanger mean? for another the next book? movie. I don't even know what yeah. to think about that. There's another. You think there'll be another movie? Well, what what do you guys think? Do you think like? Maybe like I don't know Han Solo maybe because well, like, he he, he doesn't have any respect for the Force. Wouldn't it be interesting if he was a Force user? That could be or somebody we haven't even heard of. Yeah, so they're yeah, gonna I bring guess. in. So it's a little late to introduce that. So they're gonna bring in like a totally new character in the third movie who like like let's say that Luke Skywalker like craps the bed and like can't make it work. Then there's like another person who's gonna somehow save the galaxy. That's what Yoda seemed to say. Well, he said there is another, but the problem is that if you want to bring that person in, then you have to write Luke out. Hmm. Can we talk about how screwed up it is, though, that Obi-Wan didn't tell him that that he was his dad? Well, that's why I kind of have a little well, problem wait, with this. Well, wait, now you think Darth Vader was telling him the truth? Because I, I think he could have just been trying to, like, piss Luke off. No, he said, search your feelings, and remember father, son. That's like a forced connect. That's like a bond. Like, father and son bond is like, it's, it, you know, it transcends logic. So Luke and is... And once he knew who his dad was, he was like, damn, I can't not know that now. <laughs> huh, huh. I don't know. I, I thought I thought maybe there was the chance that he was just uh, deceiving Luke, and, and maybe we'll find out in the next movie that, like, Obi-Wan is his father or something instead. Yeah, I don't know, because... Um... Mm-hmm. No, I mean, but it, it seems like it seemed like they wanted to go in a new direction and they just took the idea of um, uh, Vader uh, killing his father to being his father, which is, I think, more interesting. 
It oh, would so it changes the dynamic though. If you think of the backstory in A New Hope, it's very clear. You had Obi Wan and Anakin who were best friends. Vader was part of their order. Yeah. But now uh and he betrayed them. And that sets up a quick revenge. Uh but now it's more complicated than that. Yeah, it's like I like like I was thinking, like, imagine finding out Vader is your father, this mythical hero that you've like always admired and aspired to be. Only to find out he's like evil as hell, like like his whole life he always wanted to you know it, it's like if you've ever not had a father around and people have had like I had a friend whose mother had died and after her mother died they only ever said good things about her and so one one of her aunts got drunk one night and actually told her yeah your mom was a this and your mom she was like a dirt and she bag. was happy to hear some of the bad stuff you know huh. it's like nobody wants to talk ill of the dead or whatever but. It's like well because they might Luke not be dead. You might find out. Like like you it's... said, Ben, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me? Yeah, that's horrible. Oh my God, I... what was what was was Obi Wan actually going to like reveal that at some point, or did he think he could get away with that forever? I think that they wanted him to never know because I think that part of his training and remember the cave. That was the thing I was like so confused about. That, that was cave. weird. Like, I agree. So maybe you're on? right. Like, but then it shows his face. So it's like, what is he trying to say? Like if you, I thought it would be like, if you don't, if you don't, uh, you know, resist the dark side, this could be you kind of thing. Like you could end up like, Darth that Vader, makes sense, which was like, again, foreshadowing. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily mean that it's his father, but it's like you could become this bad, evil presence. So that's what I'm saying. I think I, I think there's I still room for the like, you know, Darth Vader was lying theory. I mean, time will tell. I but I I'm firmly in the camp that like Darth Vader is just trying to manipulate Luke. I didn't think that he was telling the truth at all. Well, really? I think that was going to have to be that Luke has to kill his father and that's going to be a hard choice for him because um, he's always, yeah, you know, he grew up without one was no one ever told him about his father. Like his uncle didn't. Um, that was okay. part of his, like Obi-Wan knew information and he wanted to go with Obi-Wan partly to learn about his past. Now that I'm thinking about it, guys, I you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna flip flop here. I know I don't usually do this, like when we talk about movies and stuff. <laughs> I tend to be pretty firm in my ways, but now that I think about it, if you remember when Luke leaves that swamp, that swamp uh, garbage planet, whatever the heck it was called, um, <laughs> Obi Wan. That's oh. my home, man. Don't talk <laughs> about my home. Obi Wan and Yoda. There's snakes and they everything. had a little conversation. And uh, Obi-Wan is like, you know, whatever the heck, we screwed up, blah, blah, blah. He wasn't ready. Yoda's like, yeah, yeah, he wasn't ready. Like, And now he's like, things are worse now because he's going to fight Darth Vader. And Yoda's like, Vader is strong. Like, you know, he can save you. So I think they did realize that there was like this possibility that Vader was going to like do a reveal of himself because that seemed to be like maybe why they were worried. Well, yeah, if you know, if you know about the 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 dark side it's very manipulative and i get what you're saying about like where he would lie about that but that'd be just some really like nobody's that it's not that they're, they're not that um uh evil or whatever but nobody's that cunning to be like oh yeah and by the way i'm your dad it's just a weird burn to drop yeah. on somebody like it would be really strange like imagine if you're at the IRS, you're getting audited by the irs and then all of a sudden you find out like your irs uh, auditor is like oh yeah and by the way I'm your uncle. Hmm. You'd be like, whoa. And then you find out that he's like lying. You'd be like, dude, why did you lie about that? That makes no sense at all. Just to like throw me off my game. So I'd like lower my guard. Okay. 
like I can get the dark side doing something like that. But it would it would be it would make no sense because Vader's toying with him the entire time he's fighting him. Vader's toy he fight him with one hand half the time. One hand he's like da 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 da. He was toying with him. He why would he offer? Because like Vader could have killed him at any point. Any he was, point hmm. you could tell. And he was like, uh, join me. Yeah. Vader Vader wouldn't oh. ask him to join him if he wasn't his son. So you're saying yes, that Vader is actually trying to get Luke to be on his side, and they somehow are going to like destroy yeah. the Emperor. Well, he tells the Emperor that. He tells the Emperor that. He's like, he will join us or he will die. But huh. he tells Luke, oh, by the way, we're going to kill the Emperor, and we're going to rule the galaxy as father and son. Now, if he was just going to convert him and seduce him to the dark side, there's a lot of different ways he could have gone about it without saying, oh, by the way, I'm your dad. Also, I have one thing I wanted to talk about. He could, it, he could have been it, like, it, hey, it, it your, uh, your princess girlfriend Vader... left you. If you uh, if you join the dark side, I'll give you 40 virgins. Yeah, it's not like that. But I have something to say. Vader prevents his troopers from shooting Chewbacca when they're lowering Han Solo, when he starts to like resist. Why does Vader prevent his troopers from shooting at Chewie and Leia. Huh. Yeah. That. Well. Why does he show mercy there? I, I don't know. I. I think. Well. Oh no. He needs. Um. He needs. Leia. I, Leia? Isn't he? Because uh, wasn't uh, Leia part of the promise to Lando at that point? Yes. That, that she point. would be kept uh, alive and unharmed. But he, no, and Chewie and Chewie right as well. Because Chewie's right a friend of Lando's as well. No, right before that scene, he says, "I've altered the deal. Pray don't alter it any further." Well, I yeah. guess he could or have altered it that? further at that point. But um, but when they're lowering him into carbonite, uh, I think the deal uh, is still that they're supposed to be left um, to Lando. So he's not going to shoot them now. Uh, I mean, he intended to break that deal, but it would have. Why does he want them alive? Why does he want him alive? Oh, no, he doesn't. But he doesn't want Londo to know that he's about to betray him at that point. I just thought that was weird. It's like he's like he t- he puts it. He pushes down his stormtroopers blaster like, nope, let him have his moment. That to me, it was like he actually had respect for Han. Hmm. That's what I took that as because he had respect for their pain because I don't think he's a total monster. I don't think he's a total I monster. I mean, uh. You know, Teeb, I'm going to either have to, like, go back in line and watch it again or wait for, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how else to really come at this question. Uh, I have to talk to someone else who saw it um, and see what they think because I don't really remember very well what happened. There's well, no, there's no other way, there's no other way other dinner. than going back to watch it again in the theater to, like, discuss the scene or anything. So. Yeah. Anyway, so like, what what other stuff did you guys think was super interesting here? There's a lot. Millennium to go Falcon was a piece of crap. Like every <laughs> time they tried to get it to do anything, it was like, it's not my. Oh, they told me they fixed the hyperdrive. The Millennium Falcon is annoying. Yeah, but that it's, navigation um, system sucks. Yeah, they um, oh, and the hyperdrive. Oh my god! Like um, he really, really needs to replace that. Uh, yeah. At some point, they got to get on that. <laughs> Just saying. How how cool is that name, Hoth? Send your send your troops to the Hoth system. That was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I loved Hoth. I mean, it, except for it's freezing. Well, what I really <laughs> appreciated about let like? me tell you guys what I really appreciated about Hoth, and then and then I I have something okay. I want to okay. I want to really talk about loosely connected to that. I mean, we had the success of 
Star Wars, and we saw, you know, a couple of planets. There was, like, that jungle planet at the end, and then the desert planet of Tatooine, or whatever it's called. And, and you know, mm. like, um, this movie uh, completely changed everything up. Like, we had a desert planet in the first movie. Now we have a frozen planet in this second movie. Uh, I mean... I hope that really sets a precedent that if they do make another Star Wars movie that we'll see other planets that we've never seen before, other climates. Like, there's so many possibilities that if anybody made a Star Wars movie and they repeated that, I mean, it would just be kind of derivative garbage, you know? Like, there's so many creative possibilities that, I mean, can you imagine? Well, what kind of planets are we talking? I mean, what, what well, kind we of... Well, we had a frozen I mean, planet. About, you could like, do an Earth, underwater so planet. Many... Like, you could do a planet that has, like, weird gravity. You could do all kinds of cool stuff. But, like, to repeat it. Like, for example, if, like, a movie came out and they're, like, you know, a Star Wars movie and they're, like, oh, it's another desert planet. It's not Tatooine. You know, it's it's another planet, you know, yeah. that's also desert. They can only use one terrain yeah, yeah, yeah. one time. That's, I, I that's think so, the... you know. That uh... would just be really stupid if they did that, I think. But... Yeah, it, it would be nice to see a planet that maybe had different regions, huh. you know, instead of having one continual system. But you know, it you know uh, for the for the budget and stuff like that, I guess it's okay to have every planet have is, only one geographical kind of, feature. Hey, when they were torturing Han, what did they do to Leia? Remember, they like brought her back. What did they do to her? Weren't they? Didn't they torture her too? I don't know. They already tortured her in A New Hope, right. so she didn't look very tortured to me. She looked kind of like. You know, she said, "What are they do? Why are they doing this?" She said, and then he's like, "I don't know. They never even asked me any questions. They just go." Well, we know why they were torturing him. They were torturing him to get him to, to emote, and then Luke. It was a trap. Mm. It was a. Tra- it was a force trap. He was using the force as a trap. Vader was. Yeah, I, I actually, you know, this that w- there was a little setup for that in A New Hope, actually, because like when Vader's close to Luke, he can sense the force in him, right? So like. Uh, it it seems like force sensitive people can immediately sense like people who are important to them. Hmm. Well, no, let's talk about this too. When did Vader know that that was his son? You mean well, when I, did Vader that know that Luke was his son? At some point between the movies, yeah. Yeah. When does Vader find out that Luke is his son? When he says, "I I, I haven't felt something since." Is that when he realized it? No, no. That that was in A New Hope. He was talking right. about Obi Wan. But then when he's uh, about to shoot Luke's uh, fighter down, he goes, oh, I sense the force is strong in this one. So, like, he's sensing the connection right. there. That, right. I mean, okay, maybe it's a loose connection, but that, that seems to be if he's in proximity. But it proximity said in the beginning or, that he was, or, like, or trying to find to someone, Skywalker, like, you know, so clearly he knows. He was obsessed with him, it says. He's obsessed with finding Luke Skywalker. Right, but then if he... Um, Okay, so he knew the name Skywalker, and of yeah, course, so his he would original know that's his son. And like the Skywalker, Emperor is like, like you know trying to help him out find Skywalker because he's like he could destroy us, you know. So the Emperor. Well, now here's so I the guess question: Because they know he's Does a hero the Emperor the know that that got, is like, Darth Vader? Like, son. oh, I mean, because there's no. Well, he says if the son of Skywalker could be turned, does... he could become a, a powerful asset. And think about it: Vader puts Vader puts that into ah. the Emperor's head. He's like, he would yes, be a great asset. He could be very powerful. Because he tells the Emperor that. The Emperor doesn't tell him to do it. He puts that in the Emperor's head because he's already he's already manipulating the Emperor to set up his own demise. Because he really wants to do, like he said, he wants to take out the Emperor and rule the world, uh, rule the, the galaxy as father and son. And like kind of right the wrongs of uh, 
of the the empire mm. and the failed republic and all this other stuff. Well, the emperor didn't look too healthy either. He might be like ready to kick the bucket soon, so he needs uh, yeah, Vader's looks... like his heir. Okay, but Vader didn't look any better either because when he takes his helmet off and you see his prune head or whatever that is. That's but Luke's did. healthy, so he, Vader can rule and Luke can continue the line. So then Vader would be like the Yoda? He'd be the spiritual leader, as you said? <laughs> I don't think there's much spiritual about Vader, but uh, uh, no, but like he just, like okay, obviously like he's uh, he's he's been wounded or cut up, so like his body is wrecked. He lives in that suit. Mm. I'll bet he smells great, huh? Oh, yeah. Speaking of barbecue. Oh, yeah. Mm, mm. <laughs> He'd make a great sauce. <laughs> he would. <laughs> anyway, um, so, but I, I think like it, 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 I can see that Vader would love to have that continuity when the Emperor uh, passes on or whatever, or is overthrown or whatever. Uh, he then he can take over, and Luke can be his heir, like his apprentice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, here's another thing. I mean, and as it, I'm hearing you guys talk. And as I'm thinking about this movie, like, I mean, it wasn't a bad movie. It was okay. We were all entertained. There was some cool stuff, but, but I'm I'm actually going to start a petition to have them redo it. Why I, are you, I, you on know, drugs? The more I think about it, it, it was just like it was kind of like a big, like just flushing down the toilet. Everything that happened in the first movie. Like, think about this. Like, Luke meets Obi Wan. He learns about the Force. No, no, he no, no, He no, starts no. on a journey to become a Jedi. Yeah. And then he, his, uh-huh. uh, you know, he goes to this planet. He meets this guy, Yoda, and you have all these expectations. Yep. And then what happens? Yep. He learns how to, like, move a rock, and then he leaves. Like, he never completes the training. Like, it's all just a big, like, waste of time. Like, WTF. And then... And then, he like, says, how I disappointing! Promise, like, I'll come back. we have all this expectation that was set up in the first movie for Luke to like train and become a Jedi. He spends a couple of days there, maybe. Like, who knows? He eats a sausage. It couldn't have been that long. We don't know how long it, it was. It couldn't have been that we long. long. Like, it, it could have been a matter of yeah, weeks, it was maybe. a while. And like, he just he learns like a couple of like parlor tricks with the Force, and like then he goes off to do battle, and and it's all just a bunch of crap. Like, I mean. That to me is like a horrible wasted opportunity. Like think- the whole idea of the force being like this mystical commitment that you make is totally jeopardized. Like everything that we knew has been subverted in this movie. And I am going to start a petition. I'm going to do it right now. Anybody got a piece of paper? I'm going to start a petition. I'm going to start passing it around for them to remake this movie because it is not what I was hoping for at all. And I am really, really pissed the more I think about it. Obviously, you're suffering from cryo sickness or something because we came out of that freezer because you, you are no, wrong. No, no, no. I don't want to hear it. Wrong. Let's talk about some very Fake interesting news. things. No, no, no. Let's talk about some very interesting things. Are you familiar with Dunkirk? Are you familiar with Dunkirk? Are you familiar with World War II? Yeah. Dunkirk. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's what this movie is. This movie is basically just one long Dunkirk. The entire concept of this movie is just survive that's the victory the victory is just to survive at the end oh yeah because that's entertaining to like watch a bunch of characters that you've invested with you've invested in so much like you've invested all your emotions in their development for the whole movie and now you just like hoping that they don't die like that's so stupid like come on like i need some action like some 
There's no, only but they two all real action scenes in this whole movie. The first like, one happens characters. like when they're shooting at these like big tanks, and then like later on, like Darth and Darth, Darth and Luke like wave their lightsabers at each other a little bit, and that's it. Like in the first movie, we had like all this great action, man. Like whoever directed this, like that Irvin guy, man, he is. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna like find out where he lives. Yeah. What are you talking about? No action. They use yeah. this. The snow There's one to action take out scene. The walkers and they have the battles and the space. This and movie they have was the... almost nonstop action. I'm, I'm gonna start making T-shirts that say "Make Make Empire Strikes Back Again." Yeah, yeah, you're no, impossible. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a shirt that says "Make the Empire Seriously, Strike Back Again." I had it. My Little Pony. Or I like the first you one. Want some development. Oh, jeez. No, and honestly, the development was there. Each character got a moment. Where we learned more about them, and we saw, uh, like who they truly were. In the first movie, it was a little shallow. You know, it was pretty quick. Yeah, they just yeah. they start. I mean, there was some good moments, but in this one here, uh, they really, even though like there was a significant amount of really interesting and well done action scenes, they took the time to actually teach us more about these characters and about the force and about the empire we know more now than we did at the uh the start um like i think they did some great world building here 100 percent agree i wanted to say too that um luke is short his right hand at the end of this and he's short his right hand man <laughs> who is named han right right so i thought that was kind of clever oh speaking of that like let's let's talk no, we haven't about, talked about uh, him Lando at all. for a second. No, no. Okay. Uh, well, okay. I think that he's a, a. Yeah. What do you want to say? I want to hear what you have to say first. Well, okay. You know, he's he betrays everyone, comes around mm. at the end. Um, but I thought it was kind of interesting because you know, he used to be a smuggler like Han, right? I think. A pirate. Yeah. So they basically well, they were. Well, a pirate, a smuggler, a gambler. He was like he was a he was like Han, basically just flying around doing his own thing, being selfish. But he took over this city, and then suddenly he had all these responsibilities. And the Empire came in and threatened his people, and so he betrayed his friend. And I thought that's a really yeah, it's an interesting like. What would you do in his situation if you were the ruler of that city, and? a huge powerful empire because like this was a choice like world war ii with the collaborators who, who helped it was quizzling he's a metaphor for quizzling yeah he's totally a metaphor for quizzling when the german tanks are rolling down the street the german tanks are rolling down the street whose side do you take but quizzling knowing but quizzling sided with the nazis before they rolled in he tried to prepare their way this was forced on Lando. Lando didn't want to be a part of the empire he wasn't supportive of the empire but the empire showed up at his door because he says they arrived here just before you did. They got here just before you did. Yeah, because um, they knew Han was coming. So Han coming there. Because of that bounty hunter guy, that Boba Fett guy. Yeah, they, they, it was forced on him. Quisling actually supported the Nazis way before. Oh, I didn't know that. I so know. in this case, it's he, he, has, he has a choice to make between his people and his friend. And I was wondering, like, what would you do if you were a neutral party, like well, a the, small the country, though. and suddenly, like, these, these big bad guys show up and go, cooperate or I'll murder you all. 
Yeah, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one, right? It's like that's leadership 101 for a lot of leaders. You know, it's like the old like if you push this button when when they were doing the uh, the, the to drop the the atomic bombs, they brought in the uh, the the pilots and they said if you press this button, 100,000 people will die. But if you don't press it, 4 million people will die. Yeah. And they all press the button because it's like you have to I, – I, I get it. They put him in an impossible situation because that's what the Empire does. That's what Vader does. Like he's – he does that. He puts you in impossible situations. And then, you know, he's like, well, I've altered the deal. What are you going to do? What are, what are you going to do? Oh, you, you don't like it? I mean he's killing his generals because they come out of light speed too fast. <laughs> Guy came out of light speed too fast, <laughs> dead. Lando – is bitching about and is complaining about his, uh, you know, the deal not being good, and he's like, "Well, <laughs> you should see what I did to the general." <laughs> you know, it's like you don't even know. <laughs> I think he shows a lot of mercy, interestingly, on Bespin, if you ask me. But yeah, I, I was just like, uh, it seems like you know he's he's the betrayer, but also like, I don't know, like that would be like it was a really hard decision impossible. for him to make. Yeah, and then in the end, when he knew that it didn't matter one way or the other, his people were going to be subjugated. Then he's like, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm on the side of right. I think he's a reluctant hero, not a reluctant hero. I think he's a, he's a hero, but not all heroes come in, you know, neat little packages. Some of them have dirt on their, on their souls. I thought it was nice. that He was a complicated character. Yeah, I agree. And and like totally badass fashion too. I got to give him that, that Cape. Damn. Look more like a cloak to mm. me, but yeah. Did we change your mind a little bit? You're you still going to write that dumb petition to change the movie or whatever? It's garbage. It's all garbage. He just is there. He's he's running his own little planet, and then hey, like the Duper. Empire shows up, and he's just like opportunistic. You know, he's like, oh, here, what can I get out of this? And then like, oh, they leave, and he's like, oh, these guys are gonna try to probably kill me now if I let them stay here. Let me try to help them now. Like he doesn't have any character. He's just a little slime ball. You guys are talking garbage. You, you guys, you guys Duper. have uh, you've let the Duper. hype of Duper. Star Wars, you know, Duper. this movie that you liked, Duper. you know, overtake you. Duper. We got to redo this. This is a this is a call for petition. Duper. I'm telling you. Okay, smartass. Let's you you make it better. Let me hear three ways. Okay, to make number this movie one, better. go. It's not boring. There's not like all these like scenes of like people just you know trying to use the force and stuff and like you know trying to like figure things out people actually fight and they use lightsabers all the time okay number two all the time like like just to cut their cheese like imagine this scene okay imagine imagine luke and yoda problem with their Imagine Luke and Yoda in their hovel, okay? If you're really the Jedi master, are you really going to be cooking your stew over an open flame? You're going to, like, cook it over an open lightsaber. And then, like, when you have to spoon it out, you're not going to, like, use this ladle. You're just going to, like, use the force to, like, magically transport the food across the table, okay? You're not going to, (laughs) like... Like the gravitation, yeah. You'll at like the fair, the like force, it's just kind of floating. Like imagine, mouth. like you can cut cut a piece of fruit, for example, <laughs> you know, or something like in the in this in the air. Like that's what you're gonna be doing. Like how about a little like character consistency? Like using the force to poop. Like he could just like take it out of his body and like have it float out into space, right? Like he doesn't actually. Have I to think push. that's he how he fertilized the, the planet. Like, get so it out well. of him. That'd be my guess. You know, no no square un unfertilized on uh, no acre unfertilized on that planet. Because of the force pooping. 
what's the third what's the third amazing <laughs> improvement you're going to make to this incredible movie <laughs> that needs no let me think about that but i'm telling you you got to sign my petition because because uh this movie was all this hype about it no. like you know we were excited to see it and and i did enjoy it it was fun but no we have to redo it make another one i think it well, needs we some should sort have... of cuter animals Oh yeah, that could be true. Those like those little like uh, giraffe oh, camel yeah. type things on on a hothed, those were pretty ugly. <laughs> maga maga mm. maga 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 maga. Yeah. <laughs> the what factor? The cuteness factor. And then those are not cute, bro. No, no, they weren't cute. No, that's why I said you have to up it. That's why I said you have to up it. Like these, these seem more like real animals. I, I want to see like, Mm -hmm. I want to see like something cuddly. I'm just saying that that would be that would be my improvement. But they had snakes on Dagobah. Those are kind of cuddly. Yeah. Anyway, you know. Hey guys, you know, Too sexy. we've been talking about this movie, but we, we have forgotten a little bit about Herbert and I'm kind of worried about him because I think IG, when you walked out, uh, you may have stepped on his spine and you, I mean, he may be actually in agony. So do you guys think we should go check out and make sure that he's okay? See if he needs a hospital or something like, it's just down the street here. Let's go down. I mean, like, look, don't get me wrong. Like it was a good movie. I, I'll, I'll see the next one if they make one. Like, I mean, no, you just said you're going to make a petition. I am going to like, I want to see how it goes. You could, you stick I, to your guns, stick to your blasters. Give me a chance here. Like, so, Hey guys, what's that? What's that cloud of smoke in the alley there? It's 1980. Hey, where are you guys been? You were supposed yeah. to go give me something to eat. Hey, uh, Herbert. I never promised that. Uh, I think I might have some beef jerky here. here. Here's some beef jerky. I have some popcorn in my pockets, Herbert. Like, would you like that? I'll take whatever you have, Sonny. I haven't eaten in three days. Well, like, why are you, uh, why are you making a big fire here? Like, what are you even burning, Herbert? I've been quite chilly. Like I said, this month of May has been very cold. In Los Angeles? It's been very in unseasonably May? chilly. Wow. What are you throwing into the fire, though? Like, those are like little bought packages of something. What's in that? I found this box of I found this box of plastic oh in my the alley. Somebody God. left it there, marked uh, Kenner. I don't know who Ken is, but I I opened it up and there's this nice fire fuel in here, very colorful and the. It's a Stop. you know you have to separate the package from the plastic, but it burns very well. Oh my god, those are Stop. like those are these Star are, Wars toys, man. No. These are fire god. lighters. I've been, I've been using them for the well, last two weeks. They're great fire lighters. Guys, he is literally burning Star Wars figurines. What give is he him. doing? Give him here. Give him here. It's all mine. Uh, Herbert. Stop. Guys, can we go get him some firewood him. or something? This has to stop. Hey, I like this fire. It smells good and it's colorful oh my too. I, yeah, Kate, grab the packages and run. Just grab Take them. Just grab them. Oh gosh. Grab hey, come back here. Now, Those are my plastic pieces of fire lighter. Go run. Let's go. Oh, Jesus. He's chasing us. Wow, he's like a hey, guys, hurry up. Let's run around this corner. Get back here with my fire lighters. What are you doing? Whoa! Whoa. Deal stick again. All right. Woof. Well, boy, guys, what an adventure. Um, you know, two time travel uh, experiences in two weeks. 
it's nice to know that we can come back to the studio and get all cozy up here. Um, and we still have a full mailbox of people wanting to know our opinion. Um, and, uh, you know, the question went out on the uh, Twitterverse, what's the most amount uh, you've ever spent on a Star Wars toy or other collectible? And this is based on last episode where we kind of discussed, you know, there were some expensive uh, things for sale in the Star Wars universe. And we got a lot of uh, a lot of replies here. So, for example, uh, Shooter McGavin, who is uh, Darth Thomas seventy five, writes, "I can't remember the most expensive, but the best deal I ever got was a huge box of mint C three POs from Empire Strikes Back at a flea market in the late nineteen eighties. The guy had no idea what he had and was selling them for ten cents a piece. Were they like all like? Because I had that three PO, and he was. Uh, it's funny because." Uh, I got it for Christmas or something, and it was just 3PO in a net in pieces. <laughs> and it right, wasn't right. like I didn't have Chewy, so I didn't have like the Chewy to put it on. So oh, I like just the had, little like, this like bag uh, of 3PO yeah, parts. Yeah. You could like break them into pieces and throw them in this little like um, you know. Yeah, it was like a little net bag. Yeah, droid scrotum. Droid scrotum. Bites. You know. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it's like a little droid scrotum. You know, you tuck him in yeah, there, the- and he'd stay all warm and yielding. That that nah. sounds like like an amazing deal though. Like, what, can you imagine what would happen if you walked into a yard sale and found that like a bunch of um, like mint condition anything. Empire figurines of any of them in in, yeah, in the box for ten cents each? Like, I think we'd all wet ourselves. Yeah, I had the Yoda Absolutely. with the snake and the staff and like the cloth thing. I had that, and I guess there's different variations of it, and I had the one where he's, like, really green. There's one where he's, like, light, light green, and he looks kind of weird. But the one I had, he looked really cool. I had the Yoda. So here's another one from uh, Sinvesa Sinasukar America. First beer, second. Yes. Uh, Sir Vesa Sinasukar America, first beer, second, which is Sir Vesa 18, um, I guess. Uh, an odd name, but uh, Cerveza writes that he he or she, I suppose, maybe a he, spent $25 on a beat-up vintage Ewok village. So one of those from oh. the Jedi. And still has it. And actually, he said that it's one of the few toys I always wanted but never had as a kid. It's now in my locker at work so that I don't have to hear my ball and chain complaining about it. I'll get rid of her oh. before my Ewok village. I actually have done that with my ex-wife. I actually had to bring toy. I have the actual from uh, the, what do you call it? The uh, the Phantom Menace. I have the Hammerhead fighter because my my ex-wife wouldn't let me have it at home. So it's like at my desk at work. So I know that move. Wait, oh, how wow. big is it? It's huge. It's big. It covers like the entire shelf almost. Yeah, it's cool. Still, I mean, you can put that, I mean, it's just one shelf, right? And you get the Hammerhead. You never met my ex-wife. Yeah, all right. There's a reason why there's an X in front of that. Yes. She didn't appreciate good Star Wars toys. That's exactly why we, we, we split. So uh, the next one that I want to read here is from Jamie McCallany, uh, who's at Digital Plant Pod. He spent about 
pounds for a replica mm. Empire Strikes Back Vader costume worth every penny, then a Shepperton Studio replica Stormtrooper for 650 pounds, also worth every penny. Um, and so he's got this image of these two costumes that he even posted. Uh, my goodness. I mean, until the recent Brexit scandal, um, this would have been something like about uh, 1,500 pounds. So, you know, you're talking close to $3,000 on these two costumes. That is a mint. Yeah. Well, last episode we had that um, the the Empire Strikes Back David Prowse helmet with the uh, number in it and everything that was like a certified prop. Hmm. So, hmm. so even a replica, though, I mean, if it's done right, that I don't know. Again, I I feel like I would be afraid to wear it anywhere or do anything with it. Anytime I would get something that nice, that's yeah. always my concern. But I definitely want one. An interesting side note, uh, Jamie writes that the Vader suit has a zipper for doing number ones, uh, but the Stormtrooper suit, however, uh, does not have any uh, pockets for one or two. In fact, you can't even really sit down because of the bum panel. Uh, you would need to make your own zipper in the undersuit of the bl- of the back uh, panel there. So, if you're But they're clones, so they don't need, yeah, they don't have any reproductive organs. Right, I suppose that's no, they, true. They do, they're just, they're just not functional. They have... Uh... Inert. They can defecate. They have to eat. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about like a copy of a copy of a copy of. If you've ever seen that movie, is uh, Multiplicity with uh, Michael Keaton. It's like they keep making a copy of a copy of a copy. Mm. It's like after a while they start to like degrade. Maybe that's why there's such know. bad shots. That could be. Maybe like there's a group out there that's like really good, and like by the time they're down to like the thousandth clone, they're just like, I like to shoot. <laughs> I can shoot that wall. <laughs> All right. Well, if you have another, uh, if you have a question or a comment or an answer to one of our questions on Twitter, you can get at me at Storm Duper or Teeb. What are you? You are at T E E B R O N T R, correct? That's it, man. You got and, it right. Or Faking First Star time. Wars at Faking Star Wars. So we would be happy to hear from you, uh, and we'll read your letter on the air on the next episode. Well, let's take it over to Darth Eckham with the real news rundown. Take it away, Darth Eckham. Greetings to all on the Outland Transit Station. It's time for Star Wars Daily Weekend Edition, brought to you by the exquisite shops of Merchant Row, Dex's Weapons and Snacks Shack, and ChannelStarWars.com. Star Wars news for Star Wars fans by Star Wars fans. Tougher than a boar hack in a pit fight. I'm your host, Mike Mann. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. This week, John Favreau, director of the upcoming The Mandalorian series, stated to Entertainment Tonight this past weekend at the Saturn Awards that he would be interested in directing an all-new Star Wars holiday special for Disney+. Plus. Okay? So this statement wasn't just odd or random. It was totally unprompted. Favreau stated how much he truly enjoyed the holiday special, which is most cringeworthy by a lot of Star Wars fans. He went on to state, I love the introduction of Boba Fett and that rifle that he had. The animated piece still holds up. It's pretty cool. I draw inspiration from that. We can tell, John. We can tell. And then he went on to joke that he'd need to pitch this idea to Disney+, Plus. but we at Channel Star Wars still think and hope this could come to fruition. Alrighty then. Next on the illustrated front, Marvel has released both Age of Resistance, Rose Tico number one, and Ray number one in the My Hero story 
we see the sisterly bond between Rose and Paige Tico grow from their peaceful upbringing under the New Republic and what tightens their bond unto the New Order. Next in the short story Alone, set during the period of The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, we see how Rey copes with the loss of her friend Han Solo and her newfound Jedi powers. In the search for Luke Skywalker, in amazing fashion, we get additional visual footage of General Leia Organa. Both are wonderful additions to Marvel's Age of Resistance series and are both recommended reads. All right, man. And finally, for those who enjoy our toys, <laughs> me, Hasbro has been ultra busy this week selling out the plastic crack. Spotted out and about have been white carded black series six inch ray figure with the DO droid, a big old oopsie with a five inch Star Wars Galaxy of Adventure First Order Transpeeder with First Order Trooper, which was supposed to be released on Triple Force Friday, which is October 4th, 2019. In the vintage collection Poe Dameron's X-Wing from the upcoming Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker vintage collection? Uh, okay. There have also been rumored action figures of various sizes for the Mandalorian and the other Episode 9 characters set to be released next month. I'm so And also stay tuned to Channel Star Wars, for we have some big stuff coming. Trust me on this. And that's all the time we have this week. Make sure you tune in to us on all your social media favorites for all of your Star Wars news and information. For Channel Star Wars, I'm Mike Mann reminding you, I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe. And now, back to the guys over at Faking Star Wars Radio. Thanks, Mike, wow. man. Channel Star, yeah, right? We didn't get any oopy-oopies or whoopy-oopies. I get a, I'm, I'm, I'm a little let down. It's my favorite part of that 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 uh, that wonderful uh, addition to our show. You can always uh, expect the whoopy-oopies. Mm, yes, um, I, I'm excited about that uh, Star Wars holiday special, though. I knew your ears would perk up when you heard that IG. You just yes. have a soft spot for it. I consider us to be the spiritual successor to the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> I quit right now. Bye. You're done. Come <laughs> on. You no, still haven't seen like, it we yet. Do all the, uh, we t- do all the little variety bits and stuff like that. That's that's uh, that's the cool thing. <laughs> yeah. I you still know, we're not... selling like uh, those. Um, oh, um, like the what is it? The, the radio transmitter kits or whatever and stuff. That's what we do. Okay. Again, I've still not seen the special because I'm going to wait till the actual holidays to watch it because I figured, you know, that would be a good time to watch it since it's a Christmas movie. So not um, only are you going to ruin your own life, you're also going to ruin your own holidays. So you're saying I should just like watch it now and get it out of the way. I mean, it's, it's cool. <laughs> I just okay. Think... Let me let me just let me just say this right now. Everybody keeps talking about how oh it introduces Boba Fett. Like okay. You know, they could have introduced Boba Fett in a toilet commercial, and people would still like it. You know that's what I mean? True. It's like that's not a that's not a reason to like something just because they introduced one character that somebody likes. It has what? Maybe does he have like? Does he even have a line, or does he just show this really long rifle that they they had on the prop set? And they're like, I don't oh, want to cool spoil it, rifle. but he does get naked. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's full <laughs> frontal, man. Yeah, it's full frontal. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, a little um, disturbing there. Like, um, no, he he's involved in the plot in a very significant way. I would say actually that um, it makes his character pretty well rounded. I mean, it's not it's not a simple caricature of a bo- of a bounty hunter. It's actually an interesting thing. I mean, the animated part is definitely worth watching. I I, I would totally agree with uh, Darth Eckham there. Um, but the style of animation is very strange and weird, and there are some other like kind of WTF WTF moments in the uh, entire episode, uh, the cartoon and the special at large. But the one thing that he does mention that I have been talking to people about, and nobody else has seemed to pick up on, is that rifle, because one of the first images that we saw of the Mandalorian was mm-hmm. that exact same rifle that's used in the holiday special. So. I mean, this is a pattern with Lucasfilm of just recycling, recycling, recycling. I don't know if they're trying to subtly get us all to become, like, incredible environmentalists or what's going on with that, but I kind of wish they wouldn't do that because we want to see something different and new, and I've already seen all this stuff because I'm completely obsessed with Star Wars. Well, I'm all for uh, rifle worship, you know. That's that's definitely my wheelhouse, so <laughs> I, I'm, I'm on board for that. But, you know, every other than that, the holiday special sounds like... Just people just mock it, you know, relentlessly all the time. So, Teeb, we should have you live tweet it when you do watch it because I've heard that's a thing where you don't watch Star Wars and you don't care about it, and then suddenly you live tweet it for the entire world and everyone thinks you're the greatest on earth. So, only if Darth Barbie does it with us, yes, right, right. What about, um, so he mentioned the uh, comic books, you know, I know. You know, both of you have read some Star Wars comic books, but you're not like super fans. I definitely am not a super fan of comics in general. Have absolutely no interest in either of these. I'm against the comic books and books of all form since I can't read. So it's just generally not a useful format for me. Are your optical sensors, uh, the algorithm needs to be reprogrammed, IG, or do we need to pour some barbecue sauce on the sensors? No, I'm just illiterate. I see. (laughs) An illiterate assassin droid. No wonder. He had very limited options in life. It's kind of sad, really. I would like to I mean, put a call out, though. Um, it was either assassin droid or president. <laughs> <laughs> Trigger! Same, same. The same, I same, think... but different? Like... <laughs> I made the right choice, okay? Right. Um, This is a little bit of an aside, but it's been on my mind for a while, and I'd like to uh, put this call out to any listener out there who has a copy of the very first, I think it is, Marvel Comics 1983 um, uh, Return of the Jedi in the Hands of Jabba the Hutt, uh, issue number one. And I I actually want to get my hands on this. I've seen it available online for just a couple bucks, so it's not expensive. Um, but I, I have some sort of nefarious purpose for this because I'm trying to do some independent research for a documentary that I may be producing. So if you have a copy of this comic uh, or have read it and would like to send me some screenshots at least of it, I'm trying to do some research. So just putting that Please. out there for you, the Twitterverse, get going on this. So Storm Duper needs you. Yes, please send it to him so he doesn't send me another text at 3 o'clock in the morning um, asking me <laughs> questions that I don't know about Return of the Jedi. I think I think it's actually more like Stormtrooper want to. <sighs> I, I, I honestly have a great, a great vision for, for a documentary that I want to do about Return of the Jedi. Um, and I am sorry to, borrow, to bother, keep bothering you, Teeb. You you're so warm and yielding and inviting that I... I just, uh, I'm lured into your, your presence that way. Yeah, that's what it said in my high school yearbook, too. Warm and yielding. Warm and <laughs> yielding. Yeah. 
Character most likely flaw. to be warm and yielding. Yeah. <laughs> Character <laughs> like flaw. <butter>. Too friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. All right. All right. Well, um, thanks for the news rundown there, Darth Eckham. And uh, I guess, um, yeah, we'll. Uh, Guess we'll get right into it. Wait, the we're next. not even going to talk about the Hasbro six inch oh. ray doll. Oh, yeah, we <laughs> should talk about oh, right that. <laughs> I, I guess it I guess that deserves an honorable mention of some sort there. Like, um, wow, is it anatomically correct? <laughs> uh, I don't even want to think God. about what that well, would look like. Well, if it's made out of plastic, I'm sure it's fairly resembling to the actual character. Well, we're not supposed to favor single-use Are plastic. Are you saying Ray is a plastic character, IG? No, I would never insinuate that. <laughs> I feel of... like, you know, it's funny because in some ways she is obviously doesn't have an incredibly engaging character arc. But her performance, like, I really strongly believe in her performance. Like, from the very beginning, I felt like she was cast really well. Daisy Ridley is a, is a good actress. I mean, she plays the part well. I don't I don't feel like it, it's a it's a terrible fit as a role. Like, it's certainly not like where I would say like Hayden Christensen was not right for the role of Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, but it's more like um, uh, well, it could have been Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, oh no, Speaking of great that actors. would also have been bad, but. But yeah, but it's actor. not. But as Anakin Skywalker, it's kind of weird. But it's um, that's it, true. I think the casting's fine. They just don't give her any development. So like, she, everything she's doing is okay. It's just there's no substance to the character that's been uh, written into the. I bypassed. I bypassed the power converter as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the hell she said. <laughs> Uh, something like that. It was like, why? Like, I bypassed what? the compressor. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think like, some of it is a reaction to her British accent? Like, do you think that Americans sort of reject that as No, being... we love Alec Guinness, genuine class. Because on, we man. love knights, but she's not a knight. She's a woman. And do we do we have that same reaction to that as an American? So she's you know, a dame? Thing? I don't know. Yeah. Like, what if she had a southern accent? Like, uh, you know, Hey, Lauren... Cohen, what's what's her name? Uh, Maggie on The Walking Dead. Oh yeah, no complaints. So yeah, huh. no, it has nothing to do with the accent. It has it's, Master it's, Skywalker? It's just like how everything just kind of falls into place for her. Bing, 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 bing. You know, it's bad. It's bad writing, basically. Can you imagine if she showed up? If she showed yeah, up on Octo and she was like, Master Skywalker, the Resistance needs you. <laughs> Your sister's looking well, for you, Master Skywalker. It's like, like Cletus the Slackjawed Yokel. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good, actually. Yeah, if you ever need to do that one, you got that one. Right. You got oh, that that'd one. be brilliant. Master Skywalker, I lost a tooth. <laughs> <laughs> Here's We're your tonight. <laughs> anyway, you know, I think that's about all for this week, guys. Uh, tell the listeners where they can find us. Well, you can always find us at fakingstarwars.net, and you can just like scroll all the way to the bottom, and then it tells you all the different ways to find us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For example, we are on Facebook at facebook.com slash realfakingstarwars, or on Instagram at fakingstarwars as well. And, if you, and you can find us on Faking Star Wars Radio at FSW Radio on Twitter. That's right. And uh, if you're interested in uh, following us on Twitter or asking a question, you can get us on the hashtag 
FSW Radio, and we'd like to read it for you. Um, also, uh, don't forget that we do have a merch shop. It's uh, bit.ly slash FSW merch. That's bit.ly slash FSW merch, where you can buy official Faking Star Wars t-shirts, mugs, pillowcases, and all kinds of other gear. Um, and uh, I think that our fans have uh, not purchased enough of those in the last few weeks. Well, yeah, they keep telling me that that's why my my paycheck is 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 cut every every time every episode I hear I'm losing more and more money because people are not buying enough shirts and it's like tell people to buy more shirts and I'm like I'm telling people to buy more shirts and they're like get hotter <laughs> models and I'm like I'm we're getting hotter models and nobody gives best. a damn for every shirt that goes unsold by the end of the month we whip one Russian troll I I've, I, I nominate Tamir. A dumb name. Yeah, it didn't even let us out of the locker. Seriously. Yeah. I don't know how to scream in Russian. Sorry. Ah! What's help in Russian? Technically, all Russian is screaming. <laughs> if you like what you hear and want to support us, you can visit www.patreon.com slash fakingstarwars. Sign up to be a patron. You'll support all of us fakers financially, and you'll also help IG to finally buy the heart that he's been saving up for. And it will also help us to keep making the content that you know and love, and you'll get a reward. Join us for as little as a dollar. Darth Taxis, the faithful member who joined us at the Fake Jedi Knight tier. Thanks a lot out there, Darth Taxis. We love you, Darth Taxis. Have you written us a review yet? If not, please consider giving us a five-star review on iTunes or your podcast platform of choice. If not that, maybe a four, a three, a two, a one, anything, please, for God's sake. A minus ten. I don't care. Just leave a review. Just anything. (laughs) Anything. But if you write a funny review, we may read it on an upcoming episode. Absolutely. And we may just not. As always, stay tuned to FakingStarWars.net for quality Star Wars comedy, parody, and satire. And thanks to you and all our followers for listening. May the foe be with you. See you guys next time. Eh? There's one guy, though, I don't like. Who's that? I don't want him listening. Anymore. Oh, that one There's dude. that one guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate yeah, that, that guy, guy, too. He's an idiot. Yes. 